With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, Ghosts, and Bigfoot, oh my. It's just another night for Supernatural Girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others. Here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker, and I'm here with my co-host, Patricia Kirkman, Miss PK. How are you tonight? Fabulous. It's a gorgeous day. Beautiful winds, nice balmy breeze. It's like heaven. It's the calm before the storm. I'm not going to worry about what's coming next, but this is delightful. Well, it sounds wonderful in Tucson. We actually had a nice day here in New England. Happy to report that we're finally getting some warmer temperatures. So my garden is in play. I've been out there planting like crazy. It's a good feeling. Oh, that's wonderful. Good yes. for you. Yes. Oh, we've got a terrific guest tonight. <laughs> and we're going to yes, bring him do. on in a few minutes, Jeff Harmon. And you know Jeff personally. Yes. He is quite he the is astrologer. Yes, we're going to talk about all kinds of things that are happening now, what's coming up, because Jeff is trained in so many aspects of astrology, including classical, Vedic, and Kabbalistic. We're going to hear Mm -hmm. so many new things tonight. I just can't wait. But before we get to Jeff, PK, what's going on with the numbers? Oh, I hate to tell you this, because it is a month of ending things, but today... Issues dealing with females, issues dealing with sensitivity, and I hate to say it, but the Wicked Witch of the West keeps popping up, Nancy Pelosi. I'm sorry, folks, but that woman is really making a mess of everything. I wish she would quit calling names, do her job, quit trying to take things and make them go where other people can handle things. She's just incredible, incredible. Well, I know you've looked at her numbers and and her personality, and so tell us more about what she's doing wrong. And this, by the way, everybody, is not a political discussion. This is a discussion about how women and men lead in the world, and this is an unfortunate thing that's going on. So go ahead, PK. Well, the thing that is the issue is she could, you know, women can do so much by helping one another or working within the system. But she is so angry at the political arena that she forgets that she's also a woman. She's name-calling. Come on, don't call the president. So what if he's gained some weight? You, that's not the issue. 
she wants to take a look in the mirror. She looks like one of the mummies from Egypt. You know, you can be <laughs> calling names back and forth. It's not going to solve anything. But the bottom line is, aren't we supposed to work together to help one another? When this pandemic is going on, take from those that are in need and give it away to people that are out there that have no rights to it. Just not a very nice thing to do. This is a time when people are overly sensitive. And, yes, there are some that are insensitive. But people are trying so hard to pull up their bootstraps and make it through this in a very positive way that they can end up feeling like there's growth to what they do, that there's an opportunity. Not let the sensitive side pull them back down where they feel there's no hope. We don't want to be hopeless. We want to be hopeful. So that's kind of it for the right now. Yeah. And, and hopefully you know, next again, month we'll have better news. I hope you'll have better female leaders to look to. This is such well, an important I aspect. Of, retire. Yeah, well, yeah, really, because we do need better female leaders. You know, so many medicine oh. men and women have been on the show with us, and they've talked about uh, female mm-hmm. energy is critical in terms of the healing of our world, and yet if we have leaders Definitely. like that, that's certainly not going to help anything, no. and it will hurt things. So that's really no, too I bad. Mean, she's acting like a kindergartner with her little tantrums and such. Come on, grow up, be the big girl you're supposed to be. But yeah, I'll, I'll and like you hope. said, let's keep uniting, keep bringing people together, giving us mm-hmm. what we need in these very challenging times. So yeah, oh, that they are. That they are. Yeah, they they really are. I mean, hey, I need to get my hair done. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it's critical to me. We have to but, learn to be nicer to one another. That's what that's what this is supposed to be about. Well, you know, yeah. it's it's a time when we're working at enhancing the the lives and livelihoods of others. You can put money out there to help them, and those that need it, that's wonderful. Those that don't deserve it, forget it. But we're all watching the balls up in the air. And some of them are coming down, hitting us in the head. Mm-hmm. Not good. Yes, right. That's right. We don't know what's coming. But that's why we have Jess Harmon on the show with us. Yes. And by the way, we everybody, do. make sure you go to our Facebook page, Supernatural Girls on Facebook. We've got some terrific paranormal stories for you there. Take a look at them. Be sure to like and follow us as well as on Twitter so that you can keep up with everything that's coming. Now, I also want to mention, this is very important, covert disclosure. Remember him? We talked about mm-hmm. covert disclosure, remember, a long time ago, right. about a year ago. He uh, will not come on the show live, but what he will do is he will answer questions that we give him and then send them back in an audio format so we can play those answers on the air. Well, he kind of disappeared for a while. Yes, he did. He popped his head up and said, guess what? I'm ready to answer those questions. So we are hoping to get you those answers, and we asked him probably 50 different questions about all kinds of paranormal things, and this guy seems to have some really great inside Mm -hmm. information and we can't wait to get it in front of you. So we'll let you know. I think it's going to be happening possibly the second week in June. We'll see how fast he can get us those answers. But that's a very exciting thing. And we also heard from Captain Kramer. He surfaced apparently the night of the show. He was called away on something super secret that he can't share. But um, he apologized. He really wanted to be able to talk to our audience. So we're going to book him for another time. 
and he can tell us more about what he knows. Again, more inside information. So we can't wait for Captain Kramer to come back and certainly covert disclosure. Oh my God, I'm so excited about him coming onto the show, at least with those audio answers. This is going to be great. So make sure that you're following us on Facebook so you know when these folks are coming on and on Twitter as well. So tonight we have got a great astrologer, not just a good astrologer, yes, we do. a great, great astrologer. And his name is Jeff Harmon. He has 45 years of experience. He's a master of classical Vedic and Kabbalistic astrology. And he also draws from many other traditions of spiritual knowledge for clearing people and property of unwanted energies. And he's a consultant for paranormal investigation, so we're putting him on the list here. Uh, Jeff specializes also in electional astrology and mm-hmm. all kinds of other things. He can talk to you about the best times, most auspicious times for weddings, surgery, releasing your product, time, best times to sign a contract, best times to travel. So we've got a whole wealth of knowledge here with Jeff. Now, he's worked with many aspects of the entertainment industry and he's based in California now, and he's available worldwide by phone and Internet conferencing. We'll be sure to tell you how to get a hold of Jeff if you want your own reading. So, Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, we're excited. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes, and I've known Patricia for years, for years. That's for sure. Yeah. Good old Tucson cactus ground. <laughs> yes, I, lo- I love that town, Tucson. <laughs> That's great. Well, we've got so much going on in the world today, and here you are with such a wealth of expertise, Jeff. I'm not even sure where to start. Do you want to start with the COVID experience? Because I know we were talking about that here. Yes, we we, we were talking about that before the show, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the COVID, you know, as I was telling you before we, we went online here on the air, I have been talking about this time period for probably the last 15 years. And um, I remember uh, I was with George Norrie probably 2010, and everyone was so concerned about the Mayan calendar. If you remember, people were buying million-dollar holes in the ground to hide from Nibiru and all that. And then, you know, ammunition and food. And I said, I can't come up with anything that – shows the Mayan calendar is going to end the world. Not that I think it's going to end now either, but um, I I said this is the time. And the reason I said that is because Saturn and Pluto go into hard aspects at regular intervals. uh, Saturn and Pluto Mm -hmm. conjoin, that's called a conjunction, about every 35 to 38 years. It's not exact. And just to give you an example, 9-11 happened on the Saturn-Pluto opposition. The Saturn-Pluto square brought us the crash of the banks in 2008 and 2009. And guess what just happened? The (laughs) Saturn-Pluto conjunction, when January 12th of this year, what made this one so bizarre is in Vedic astrology, there's something known as a Kalasarpa Yoga, which is a, a kind of a strange term that means all the planets are in between the moon's north and south nodes, and that's where eclipses happen. 
anyone who's been around astronomy or astrology knows that mm-hmm. there's the eclipses are when the sun and the moon and the earth align. So you can have a new moon eclipse or you can have a full moon eclipse. So those mathematical points go around the earth about every 18 years. And what's fascinating is they also uh, were in, and still are, one, one of them, in lunar mansions that were exceedingly toxic. And every time it joins up, like, for instance, AIDS came out on this. SARS came out on this. Okay. JFK was killed on this. There was also the pandemic in 1917. There was um, other issues in during Vietnam, the Vietnam War, where they line up mm-hmm. about every 18, 18 and a half years. What made this one such a global event was it coincided with the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. The North Node is was in a strange lunar mansion called Arudra. Now, some people pronounce that Ardra. And the south node, which is called the tail of the dragon, was in Mula, and it still is. But I said this is going to start to crack right about the end of April, and it has. Ever since the mm-hmm. end of April, we've been noticing all the states are kind of in dissension. Some are going back online, some are partially going back online. Well, here's the good news. All the planets start, well, not all, but Mercury and the moon will break this Kalasarpa Yoga where all the planets are in between the north and south node. When? Between the 25th, which is literally in five days from now. Today is the 20th of May. So right between the, uh, the late on the 25th through about the 28th, we have the moon and Mercury breaking this and you're going to see people really start to rebel. And that coincides also with summer. You know, you're just not going to keep mm-hmm. people sitting in the house with a mask wrapped in cellophane. So people are really going to get, I think, very rebellious and really push. And we're seeing this already. Here's the other good news. Um, even though, and I don't mean to be a smart aleck, but Lord Commander Fauci has, thinks it's going to come back. If the, if the astrology is right, um, I think the south node that is in that lunar mansion called Mula is going to vacate right about September 20th, which means if it comes back, it's not going to come back anything like this. And if it does, I think people are going to really, really not take it. I, I have a lot of clients who are in the medical business. Some of them are doctors and administrators. And I can just tell you what they're telling me. And they're saying the numbers don't match the predictions. Um, what the officials have said, the hospitals are largely empty because people are afraid to go in them. And then the other part is many, they get $3,000 for a flu death. They get, I think, 13000 for a COVID-19 marked death. And they get 38000 if someone dies when they were on a ventilator. So this is the business of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, and we're seeing the same thing in all parts of the country. And again, this is not me saying it. I'm hearing this from medical professionals and doctors who are saying this and they're it's and of course it's been all over the news too so i I really think can you just tell me i don't mean to interrupt but i was just curious who pays them when you talk about the different levels of payment for flu covid and then covid on a ventilator where do they get that money from 
That's a really good question. I think it's the state or the government makes a payment due to the pandemic. Um, It's something that the hospital receives, and it could be through insurance. That that is something I'm not qualified to answer. I don't Mm -hmm. know who's paying them, but I do know one one of my uh, clients told me that you know one hospital was 11,000 employees. That's not patients. That's employees. It's a very big operation. Another one was up on the East Coast. Very big operation. Same thing I'm hearing. I've heard the same thing out here. Um, And of course, the two famous doctors who had their short-lived experience on the Internet, um, on face, Facebook, up in Bakersfield, were literally polled. So there's clearly mm-hmm. uh, forces that are trying to keep this. And the other thing I had warned about for years is the Saturn-Pluto conjunction always brings a transformation and kind of a war between freedom and fascism. And, boy, can we say that's not happening right now? <laughs> it's exactly unfortunately. Yes, it is. It's it's Indeed. so accurate. It's creepy, and the the interesting thing is too, on the political side, if the astrology is right, and it usually is, if I'm reading it right, um, the we have Venus retrograde right now, <clears throat> and what that mm-hmm. means, Venus only goes retrograde every couple of years, but this is a very special one because this is called the inferior retrogradation, which means it's happening between the Earth and the Sun. And the ancients referred to this as Lucifer falling, um, or, or they also said it was the Quetzalcoatl myth, where the people in power commit acts that are very uh, problematic or egregious or not positive, and they that is the metaphor of mercury i'm sorry of venus going retrograde and then joining the sun which is really when it lines up between the earth and the sun and that is this is we're in a very critical time right now and what are we hearing on the news we're hearing all this stuff coming out about the obama administration brenner clapper comey all this stuff and i've been saying this for the last year that there's a certain mole underneath Washington that's been tunneling away, and his name might be Durham. And I think it's going to come out. I I think we're going to see a year, particularly as we get into fall, right around uh, July through August and September, we're probably going to see some of the most unprecedented events in U.S. political history. And um, it, it really looks like Trump is going to get in again. So for those that love him, they're going to be happy, and those that hate him, they're going to be mad as hell. And uh, yeah, they're just going to sure. have to take it because it, it looks like he's going to win. Well, yes, I've heard that before. For us right that, now, that, yeah, yeah, I've been saying that all along. I think it's necessary for him to be in to get this taken care of. I know a lot of people don't like him, but we've had better times this last couple of years than we've had for a long time. Well, just keep my fingers well, crossed that we go with it. What, what's sad, and, and this fits the astrology, and I'm not being mm-hmm. conspiratorial here, but I think we're already in a war. It's a different kind oh, of war. I agree. Uh, and this is a war of infiltration that has been going on in this country. And it's sad because a lot of people see it as Republican and Democrat. 
I see it as those who are bought and paid for and those who are trying <laughs> to keep the communistic regimes out. And they're using, and I don't want to mention any particular ilks here because I don't want to get sued here on the air, but, but the <laughs> astrology shows that we have undercurrents going on right now, and I, I really think that um, they've been going on for a long time. And it's like Solomon's demons, if you remember the picture of Solomon oh, and, and the yeah. demons. The demons dance to the money, and this is what's been happening. We have had powerful forces undermining this country. In fact, Hitler did the same thing in the Second World War. He sent all these people out, and they would go as tourists, the SS would, and they'd go into Holland, they'd go into Poland, they'd go into France, mm-hmm. they'd go, and they knew all the infrastructures. The same thing has been going on here in the U.S., I think for a lot longer than we dare be aware of, and that is there's been several, uh, let's just say, factions who have been working, and this is much more alarming than not. There's a reason that we did the military buildup we did. See, China knows they can't beat us in an iron war. They know that. But but it's interesting, the, the infiltration and the financial manipulation, all that is, is really what's going on right now. And I hear yeah. that um, there is some very dangerous and powerful things happening right now. And, and it always makes me wonder how these people in public office can get these meager salaries, you know, of like fifty to three hundred. You know, the president makes three hundred thousand dollars a year, yeah. and yet they all come out wax rich. You know, <laughs> it's like oh, I sure do. do. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Obama well, has, what is it? Eight, eighty million now? Gosh, that's oh. that's I jumped. Yeah. You bet. Jeff, well, look at Nancy Neuroses. I, I call her Neuroses, not not Pelosi. I shouldn't do that. No, I, there, I but, love that. But, that's but, perfect. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's amazing how wealthy these people become. And I think you've got so many who've got their fingers in the cookie jar, it's exceedingly mm-hmm. hard to get evidence on them because the prosecutors are covering the prosecutors because nobody wants, wants to get prosecuted. But I, I have a thinking suspicion if the astrology is right, that ball of yarn is going to come undone, and there's going to be some serious stuff. We've been hearing this for a long time, but I actually think it's coming to fruition. The good news is, and this is the other one, we have a Saturn-Jupiter conjunction when on the winter solstice of this year. This is the one I've been talking about forever, Mm -hmm. and it's actually very positive because – even though we've had this trauma and never before is the I, I just I have clients in the jungle, like shamans, they're telling me they can't get down the Amazon River because the shuttles have been shut down. This is in the middle of the Amazon. This is how powerful this pandemic has been. Wow. Incredible. I, I've got it's a client scary. in 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 the mountains off in India that call me at times, and they're all saying we're shut down. We can't get anywhere. We, we can go into the village by foot, but we can't. You know, things are just locked. In and by the way, speaking of that, I hear there's a little trouble brewing between India and China right now um, that, on the borders. Not that anything has happened, but there seems to be a yeah. lot of stuff going on this is a Mm -hmm. dramatic year this is a year of great power and change and um the the saturn jupiter conjunction that happens on the winter solstice is very special um in the andaluvian times 
um, I'm talking thousands of years ago, there's a text, a couple of texts. One was believed to have been given to Adam and Eve when the incarnate of, of the souls came here. And this is called the Sefer Ratziel, which means the book of the Archangel Ratziel. And there's also what they call Enoch or Enochian books on astrology. And they had talked about the flood of Noah coming, which it did. And these were on the Saturn-Jupiter conjunctions. So every thousand years, you get what we call a great conjunction. And then every 200 and approximately 40 years, it's not exact, but close, You because the Gregorian calendar and our yearly calendar, that's why we have leap years, it's not exact, but it's close. So every 240 years, we have what we call a submutation conjunction. Well, the last one we had was the beginning of the Industrial Revolution in the 1700s. Now we got the, the mm-hmm. next one coming. This is the beginning of a high-tech revolution unlike I think we've ever seen in any recorded history, at least. And I think we're going to see life become like the Jetsons in the next decade. I really do. I think we're going to see uh, advancements on every front. I think there's been technology suppressed, like Tesla definitely had free energy. And I think he figured out the dielectric um, breakdowns between atoms, and that's how he was able to do his perpetual motion machines and many other things that he had done. And I think that's been suppressed. Did you know that Donald Trump's uncle, uh, it was the John Trump, was the CIA agent who acquired all of Nikola Tesla's documents out of the New York Hotel when Nikola Tesla died? Isn't that wild? Oh, for heaven's sake. Yes. My yeah. goodness. How about that? Mm-hmm. Ooh, Just a coincidence, yeah. folks. Nothing to worry is, about. Is there, a but, connection, uh, is there a connection here when you talk about uh, the new technology that would be very much like the Jetsons? Is there a connection between what's going on and what we're moving towards and disclosure? Maybe. You know, that's a really good one. i I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you a story. Camille was in a film and we went to the premiere and we were at Fox studios over on Pico Boulevard here. And, um, I, we, we were just milling around. There was a a big, you know, premiere party. And I had a, we got in a conversation with a guy who happened to be a Marine and he was a pretty interesting guy. He was definitely for real. And he is at the base just north of us here up by Oxnard. Uh, it's, it's actually right south of Santa Barbara. And um, he says they have been studying these UFOs coming out. There's a huge cove right off the coast of um, Malibu. It, it's known as Point Doom. In fact, if you guys remember, remember Larry Hageman and I Dream of Genie. Remember that scene when he oh, finds sure. the bottle and you know, and the space mm-hmm. guy. That's where that was filmed, right there. Okay, and oddly okay. enough, yeah, that's where. It was. So in fact, Gilligan's Island had a couple of scenes there, and a lot of car commercials all the time. I used to take my little boy out there swimming all the time, and um, it's a beautiful spot. It's known as Point Doom. In fact, Johnny Carson's mm-hmm. house was right up on the hill, just uh, down the street from there, and. He says they're filming these UFOs that come in and out of there. He said the velocity that they achieve once they go above the water is nothing like anything. He says they they are hitting, 
you know, thousands of miles an hour by the time they're out of our atmosphere. They're, they're just a streak. And they, this is documented with some very high-tech equipment. He was going on and on and on. And I've heard this not only from this guy firsthand, and he was, I think he was a commander in that group. I can't remember what his rank was, but I've heard this for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I think the government, I don't know that they're ever going to just walk out and say, yeah, you know, but I think they're introducing the public to it slowly. I know um, I, Camille used to write for UFO magazine, and I got the opportunity to go to a lot of great meetings. And uh, one of them, uh, was where uh, we had to- uh, heard a seminar. I went to a seminar where one of the commanders over at NATO, was, he wrote a book about it. It's called Left at Eastgate. And he actually uh, said that they saw a craft coming in and landing. And was within days of that time, all the nukes didn't work, and trucks were pulling in and taking the nukes that weren't supposed to be there in the first place out of that base. So I've heard a lot of stories from military people who said they've seen light orbs around installations and various technologies that we have, and afterwards they're replacing circuit boards. Things don't work. So it makes me always kind of feel good that I I don't know if they're angels or aliens. They could be both. But something divine is keeping us insane humans from blowing each other off the face of the globe. <laughs> Definitely. Makes well, that's yeah. good. That's a good thing. But we also, yeah. you know, have heard a lot about this PR campaign that's been going on, changing UFOs to UAPs. Just, you know, there's a whole uh, introduction of this is normal, and it's never really been done before. This has been... No, brought out over the last couple of years. So we are mm-hmm. watching that closely, and we've certainly heard from our oh. guests that are involved with that PR campaign. So I think they're I moving in that direction. That, yeah, see, I was wondering if it yep. lines up astrologically along with all of these other it technologies we're going to have access to. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, remember, 20, 30 years ago, you were just dreaming it was swamp gas from Venus, remember? Now it's <laughs> <laughs> now, now they're changing the names to a UA, you know, what, what was that, a UA or something like that? UAP. Yeah. yeah. UAP, right. Um, yeah, so, aerial phenomenon is what they're calling it. There we it go. Now. We're moving up the ladder a little bit. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I was I was around with the Phoenix Lights analysis. I actually mm-hmm. uh, was present when Jim Delatoso, Dr. Swimmer, and so many others had worked on the footage analysis. In fact, I think that was in 1996 or 97. And I remember I, I was over at Village Labs in Phoenix with, um, with Jim Delatoso and all these different scientists. And um, even though they try to discredit Jim, he actually, in my opinion, really proved that that footage not only was real, but that really happened. So many people saw that. It was. Mm-hmm. I, I have had, I've had vehicles shut down. In, in 1970, I think it was about 76, I was on a motorcycle coming home from a girlfriend's house late, late at night, and I had my motorcycle completely shut off, and I, I came to a stop, of course, back then everybody smoked so i had my bic lighter and i i looked and I, literally the, the battery was 
completely dead. So I pushed it. That's way up in the Northwoods. I pushed it down to a, a friend's house and got him out of bed at 2 o'clock in the morning or 3 o'clock. And he says, yeah, you can keep it here. And he gave me a ride home. We actually arced the battery. It was completely dead. And he's the one who noticed this triangular-shaped craft pulsing up above the trees in the distance. I used to track those things back in the 70s. I actually made maps. And, you know, we never knew if they were military or UFOs, but there's a lot of stuff going on on this planet. I, I actually had a – I work with treasure hunters sometimes with astrology. And I was up in Pahrump, Nevada. We were just north of there. And I walked up to the top. I climbed up to the top of this mountain. And all of a sudden I saw these crafts coming in. And then it was like this lake bed. And I said to him, I said, are we close to Area 50? He said, oh, yeah, that's it, right over there, about 30 miles from here. And I could see all these crafts coming in. And there's no question, <laughs> there's some pretty bizarre stuff going on. It may be more like men in black than we know. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's certainly a lot of things yeah. going on, a lot of things that are showing up in the skies, coming through portals, a uh, tremendous amount of you sightings bet. of UFOs as well as all kinds of strange cryptids. And it just, you got it. it it seems to be that the veil is com- is very very thin right now, and things are coming through. However, they want. I had. Yeah, it's way overdue. I, you know, um, Patricia K. P. K. You may remember uh, in Tucson, there just north of Tucson, there's the, the eight freeway, right? Heads over to San right. San Diego. Um, I mm-hmm. was coming back from California. I think this was about 2010 or so, or 11 or something like that. And I was going between the 10 freeway and Gila Bend. There's a, a bypass. We always call it the Phoenix Bypass. And it was mm-hmm. late at night, and I'm pulling a, a film rig at that time, and uh, it's a, a small motion picture company. And I could not believe my eyes. I saw these huge, huge, like pillars in the sky of light. And I actually have pictures of them. And um, I, I, I said, what the heck is that? At first I thought, okay, I know it's late. I'm getting tired. So then I noticed as I was making corners that these things kept showing up and they were moving. And they were huge. I, I just couldn't believe my eyes. I've seen so many things, particularly in the in the southwest over the last 30, 40 years or longer. I, I just can't tell you how, how, how bizarre it all is and some of it's really really inexplicable that, yeah and uh, difficult i think to even describe but let me ask you yeah. a question jeff because you have worked with people that have uh, basically unwanted energies around them and you <clears throat> help get rid of them now when you look at somebody's astrological chart how do you determine that that they have <clears throat> this unwanted energy Great question. Great question. Um, I use a number of different techniques. The first one I always like to start with, if I have it, and that is someone's birth chart. Vedic astrology uses some really interesting techniques. Many people will find their sun signs and their whole chart shifts by about 24 degrees because it's using a sidereal zodiac, whereas the tropical uh, your sun sign may be different. It's 24 degrees different. So what I do mm-hmm. is I look at the cycles in Vedic astrology as well as in tropical. And 
I often, in fact, I was uh, hired by uh, some remote viewing groups. I still work with them, um, where we find that there are certain cycles each of us all will go through where we have ebbs and flows throughout our life, and Saturn is certainly a huge element. The other technique that I so I look at the cycles first. I look at progressions and transits and what we call primary directions and the doshas in Vedic astrology. So I map that all out. But then I, I use another type of astrology called interrogation astrology. Now, in India, they call it prashna. In the West, a lot of people know it as horary. That's the Latinized term. But mm-hmm. interrogation is what I like to call it because it's kind of what it is. And that was yeah, actually coined. It's, it's exactly what it is. It's divinational. And that was actually coined by Rabbi Ibn Isra, and a lot of the people who say astrology is the work of the devil and, you know, oh, my God, it's bad, it's, they had to look at their Bibles because Rabbi Ibn Ezra lived in the 11th century, and he is the one who made many commentary on the Old Testament and on the Psalms. He's in the Bible, and he was one of the most prolific astrologers. And that's why I love the ancient astrology because it had a tool set. So I use interrogate. Like if someone says I've got entities possessing me, I will cast a chart based on their query to me. And then I will examine the Eastern horizon becomes the querent, meaning the person asking the question. And then you can examine whether it's the house that's possessed or it's them that's possessed. And you can see very accurately to what degree this might be. Is it elementals? Is it disincarnate souls? Could it be demonic spirits? Um, It could be any one of those. It's usually the first two. Demonic spirits aren't usually the ones, but they can happen. You can get low-level demonics. And um, then once that happens, then you've got to make a determination of what are we going to do about it. So um, then you get into the clearing mode, and then I use electional astrology. Electional astrology is picking an auspicious time to commence an event, whether it be you know, clearing a house, clearing a person. Uh, a lot of times they do this stuff remotely. Um, I've had places that I've done you know, all over the world where you know, we can just astral project and do it remotely at a good time. And then I use uh, very sacred geometric diagrams that I usually either email to people or I will, of course, today it's all email. We used to mail them and have them place them in the house. Um, we've done this on new constructions too. One of the wonderful tools that I love to use is Vastu. Vastu is kind of the grandfather or maybe the the original uh, birth of feng shui. Feng shui was more of a Chinese development. Um, Vastu was very ancient. It's the science of balancing energies in a home, a business, or a property. And what I love about Vastu is it's it's more intricate because you can take the person's birth chart and balance that with the dwelling, whether it be an office, a home, a bedroom, a, a, you know, a place of work. And um, you can really architecturally uh, – I, I love working with architects and people on new construction because then we have the full freedom. We can sit there with a pencil and CAD on drawing on computers and really get – all of the energy is flowing right. Whereas, um, you know, on existing buildings, you can do a lot too, just like you can in feng shui, but it's never as 
effective as if you can get it all right to begin with. And this gets mm-hmm. right down to doorways, windows, uh, the direction you sleep and all that. So all this comes into play whether you're, you're clearing someone, because I often find clearing people, it's kind of like sweeping out the uh, shoreline at low tide. You want to make sure when high tide comes, it just doesn't come right back. So there, you want to look at what's causing it. Is it you know, karmic stuff, cycles in the astrology, is it the dwelling? Also, location astrology is amazing. Um, that's where you take your birth chart. And remember, Patricia, we did that. And you can look at the mm-hmm. um, at the energies you're living on. Every individual has their own personal astrology or ley lines where they live. And it's especially critical mm-hmm. when you live where you weren't born. You see, in other words, if you now have moved somewhere else, and um, people always say to me, where's the best place to live? And I go, wow, that's uh, that's a big one because you've got a lot of best places with many different kinds of energies. It's it's like a menu that's exceedingly complex because you can get places that are really good for pleasure, for notoriety, for intellectualism, for spirituality. You can also get some places that are pretty nasty too, and um, so that's that's why it's it's really like I I had one doctor who lived on a Mars Neptune line, and was attempted. Someone tried to kill this person, um, and I said, "You're living in the Twilight Zone," and the person said to me, "You know, it's been like that ever since I moved here." I said, "Well, you're on a Mars Neptune line," and I said, "That's the Twilight Zone." I said, you you need to really be aware. I had another psychiatrist. This is really a a cool story. He came to me and he says, Jeff, he says, what the heck is going on? He says, I moved from this part of the country to this part of the country. And he says, I'm on meds. He says, I'm losing my mind. I said, well, you moved right on a moon Pluto line. And he says, well, what's that all about? So I, I gave him the description and I actually printed it out for him. He goes, oh, my God. He goes, the textbook. He says, it's exactly what I'm going through all the time. He says, what am I going to do? He says, you know, my wife has, loves the house. And that was the cool thing. It was good for his wife. It was good for his kids. It just wasn't good for him. <laughs> and, for him. and this is what you run into with multiple people. You know, everybody's yep. there. And um, he said, um, well, what do I do? I said, you know, because he had a practice and everything. And a really rational guy, a wonderful person. And um, I said, the best I can tell you is know this energy and look at the positive sides of it. He said, you know, I get this. He says, now I understand. And the psychology was when there's really, when we look at the world, there's nothing good or bad necessarily, even though a lot of things are good and a lot of things are bad, but it's how we react to it. So he got it. He says, you know, I get this. And he threw the meds in the garbage can and he's been doing fine ever since, even though he says, I have to contend with this, but it, it, it changes your outlook when you have to be, you know, like I just had some horribly, horribly intense and still have progressions and transits. And I love to ride a motorcycle and I've been not taking it much at all because I knew when those transits and progressions were hot, I don't want to become a California road statistic. So, again, you can – and I also found there was a lot of positive things about it. I was able to get a lot of things done that weren't very pleasant to do, but it was actually a 
great usage of the energy. So it's always like that. You know, everyone has this kaleidoscope of continuous cycles. You know, that, that's the blessing of life. And there's, you know, the past don't equal the future. It, it, it always right. is, is a new new day, you know. Yes, thank goodness for that. Well, we're going to take a very short break here, and we're going to come back and continue this conversation. I also want to know more about the paranormal investigations you've been involved with and how you've used your astrological knowledge to determine what's going on there. So everybody stay tuned. You are listening to Supernatural Girls Radio, and we will be right back. Pure essential oil, specialized minerals, and a revolutionary anti-aging technology. Astridian combines the best of all scientifically proven ingredients in easy-to-use creams, lotions, and concentrated serums. Astridian's advanced line of products take your skin to a new level of being healthy and beautiful. We offer a variety of collections that address all your skin concerns. The Essential Anti-Aging Series treats and moisturizes your skin for a long-lasting, younger look. The Multivitamin Series promotes healthy skin with high-quality vitamins and minerals. The Sports Series restores skin from cellular damage and stress. Astridian also offers a revitalizing solution for hair and a professional series for doctors and medical spas. Visit astridian.love today and begin your new journey to healthy, beautiful, youthful skin. Astridian, beyond your expectations. There are a lot of psychics out there. How do you decide which one is right for you? You look for someone who empowers you, who's practical and spiritually connected, who says, here are your opportunities, here are your challenges, and here's a way to deal with them, and then gives you your own toolbox to make your life everything you want it to be. Hi, I'm Corby Mitleide, and that's how I work with you. As a certified professional tarot reader, I've helped thousands of people for over 40 years through my toolbox. Cards, past life retrieval, numerology, spirit guide conferences, and mediumship. Whether it's career, relationships, finances, or your spiritual road, Together, we can replace your confusion with clarity. And you'll probably find a little laughter along the way. Visit me at CorbyMitlide.com to find out how to cross your bridge from fear to fearlessness and fly. And tell me you found me at Supernatural Girls for a special gift with your reading. Corby Mitlide, the practical psychic for catching your tomorrows today. Find me at CorbyMitlide.com. That's CorbyMitlide.com. Your property tax bill. Have you seen it lately? It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get Attorney Pat Quintilian's book, Are You Getting Screwed on Your Property Taxes? How to Find Out and How to Fix It. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records, only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy Attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. 
Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Available on Amazon.com. Are you frustrated with endless mantras, affirmations, and processes that promise to align your life with your dreams only to find yourself years later in the same space where you began? Do you feel like you must be doing something wrong because nothing seems to be working? Don't you just wish that someone could shift your consciousness for you and your life could align with your desires without all the effort? Well, your wish is about to come true. Hi, I'm Carrie Cannon, and I have a gift that allows me to align the consciousness of others to be in harmony with their dreams. The best part is, it requires no particular effort on your part. Upon listening to a consciousness alignment, people have reported instant energy shifts, financial windfalls, soulmate connections, healed relationships, physical healings, and more. To gain access to a free trial offer for my entire Manifesting Miracles library of consciousness alignments, go to commandmiracles.com now for details. Again, that's commandmiracles.com for information about our free trial offer. That's commandmiracles.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker, and I'm here with my co-host, P.K., and a great astrologer. Jeff Harmon is with us. And, Jeff, we were going to talk about your experiences with astrology and the paranormal. How, the, how many investigations have you been involved with? Uh, quite a few. You know, it's, it's hard to recall them all. I have a whole file of stuff that actually started as far back as the 80s. Um, my very first, I'll tell you my very first uh, paranormal experience, I was a little kid. My mother was an amazing lady. She was, uh, I really miss her. She died so young. She was only 47 years old. She died in the oh, 80s. No. Yeah, very young. And she's the one who originally taught me uh, my first introduction to astrology. She uh, was about 1975. I had just bought a, a cop car, um, and a, a, you know, a retired cop car. It was like the Blues Brothers. And... Um, I was going out with different girls, and uh, and she would peg my girlfriends to the T. And uh, I, I said, you know, what are you doing? I said, you know, how, how do you know that? And she'd go, well, I got her chart. I'm like, come on. I said, this astrology stuff doesn't really work. She goes, oh, yeah. She goes, before you debunk it, try it. And that's what got me started. But back oh. when I was a kid, um, yeah, and then from there, you know, she passed away in the 80s, and I got her library. I was always um, – involved in studying paranormal things and, and it started when i was a little kid um i had two guinea pigs and i uh, my brothers and i slept up on the third floor of our house and i had this dream one night that my little guinea pig patty had died and was laying oh. exactly on her side and i had this old wooden you know cage with the, the chicken wire or whatever that is the small square wire and i remembered it vividly and all of a sudden boom i woke up and i jumped out of bed and i ran down the stairs ran out into the yard opened up the cage and th it was exactly how i had just and she was laying precisely the way i saw so you know i was just a little kid you know i'm crying and mom said don't worry we'll give it a burial and pray and all that and which we did and i told her about it and she says you astro traveled 
And my mom was always really such a wonderful lady. I, I just had such a closeness to her soul. She was always a firstborn. And, and, and I think there's a real connection between the mother and the firstborn. Uh, there's a very good soul root connection. In fact, Jaimini astrology shows that in Vedic astrology. It actually shows you where your soul root comes from. And she had a very similar soul root to mine. Um, and and I, I always felt that with her. Like, you know, we're connected more than just mother and son. We're connected in a very special way. And long story short, that that's kind of when it started for me. And I didn't really, you know, astrology was was really an adjunct to that. You know, there, there's an old story about the eagle and the lark. And the eagle is psychic intuition and you know, getting close to the divine. The astrology is the eagle. And the little lark said to the eagle, if you could get me on your back, get me up close to God, I could bridge the balance. Mm -hmm. And that's when it really started coming together for me, was when I started seeing how this matrix, I always say forget Trinity, Neo, and Morpheus, this is really the real matrix of the soul. And I, I think the earth is like a soul cauldron. I really do. That's that's why the earth doesn't end. Yes, we have wars and bad stuff, but there's so many souls going here, not only alive, but also in the astral planes. And I started getting interested in this stuff in the 80s. And um, then as I started applying some of this stuff, I started getting into clearing and studying and reading about it. And there's many different techniques. It was the ancient, ancient Egyptian, Chaldean, and Kabbalistic stuff, as well as some of the Vedantic, that all just clicked for me. And I found that uh, doing that stuff was really powerful. And so I've since probably the last 30 years or so, I've really been involved in clearing houses, clearing people. Um, uh, properties, and also uh, I've had the blessings of investigating some really interesting paranormal events, particularly in ufology. Uh, George, you remember George Parks, uh, PK? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, no, I George just passed away here about I think three or four years ago, and George mm -hmm. was a wonderful man. He he actually ran the uh, the Arizona ufology, uh, the the MUFON. Right. And, uh, of course, Roger Shear was involved, too. And they actually um, had me do a whole study on a bunch of paranormal events connected with ufology and other paranormal stuff. And we were looking at, does astrology correlate? It does, um, not only in the mundane astrology, which is what's in the sky, but also that in play with each individual. So I, I, I've really found interrogation astrology is fun. Pro probably some of the more um, bizarre cases that I've been involved with have been um, people who've had some really heavy entities on them. I had one uh, a yogi friend of mine from India. I, I used to teach at Yogi Bhajan's um, yoga studio over in uh, yoga. It's called Yoga West. It's still there in uh, West L.A., and uh, I don't know if you guys know who he was, but he was quite famous for helping a lot of people in education in the 60s. He, I think he came over here in mm -hmm. the 50s. He was quite old. And uh, Chakrapani was another one that I worked with, and I really enjoyed him. And we had some great discussions about all this stuff. And um, the, the, the thing that I have found is there are yantras 
and certain sacred diagram, the ones that I find that are really powerful protecting people and entities are some of the secret cryptology that's actually encoded in sacred scripture like the Psalms. And this is all stuff that our fine religions have done a very poor job at um, transmitting to the human race. Uh, Rome pretty much threw that stuff out the window well, somewhere yeah, between the first hiding third it on purpose. Camp. Mm-hmm. They have, yeah. <laughs> and they know about it. Um, the ancient rabbis, too, were, some of that stuff's a p- profound. Um, and, and this is the ancient Kabbalah, because there's many factions of that. And um, that's the stuff I, I like to use. I had one recent event that comes to mind. Um, I had a an individual who had uh, some boxes arrive from New York, and... Um, this was an unexpected one. I was sitting in the room, and all of a sudden something seized me right around the neck, and I went, this is weird. And even that person said, wow, this is I can feel it. It's heavy in here. And I said, did that chair by any chance just come from New York? And the person said, yes. And I said, there's something attached to it. And um, I really kind of got alarmed, and there's techniques that anyone can learn on banishing and once you banish then you have to also and and it's not simple this one i was really rough i think it was a disincarnate soul that was attached and a wicked one at that and um i actually had to use a method where you draw uh some very specific sacred geometry and you literally psychically force it through it to another dimension and then you burn it you just like on a piece of paper you burn it and it trapped it and we noticed right off the bat the place started clearing out and um i said you got to get rid of that chair i said i don't want to you know cost you money but i said that chair has got etheric energy on it that's just lingering like you know it's like a q-tip in a mud puddle it just soaked it up oh. and we yeah. did we, we got rid of it and the whole place has been clear ever since. I've had stores where people have, um, there was one store, the psychics used to go in there and say, oh, my God, this place is really weird. And I, I did a remote clearing on it. I'm, I'm remembering some of the more recent ones. And uh, I actually found it was somebody who OD'd on some really nasty stuff. I think it was heroin or, or morphine or something like that. And just was really, didn't even know they were gone. And some of these are really obstreperous souls, and you, you, there's no way to get rational with them they, they, because they're not rational. They're, they get trapped in psychoneurotic dimensions, and I, I literally had to do the same thing. And, again, the store owner said, wow, the place really cleared up, and everything's better that's now, and great. everybody likes it in here. Now, yeah, Jeff, how can people get a hold of you if they feel that they, number one, just want a reading with you, mm-hmm. or if no. they have something going on in their house or with them personally that needs to be cleared? How do they find you? Oh, the easier way, Jeff at JeffHarman.com, and that's H-A-R-M-A-N.com. So it's just my first right. name, Jeff, and then JeffHarman.com. Okay. Jeff at JeffHarman. Mm-hmm. Excellent. J-E-F-F-H-A-R-M-A-N. Now, when somebody Perfect. comes to you for a basic reading to say, you know, I've never uh-huh. done this before, I'd like to have you take a look at my chart, how do you choose which type of astrology to use? You have so many to choose from. Well, you use them all. In the, well, I have a whole procedure that I've, I've developed over the years. I've had many, many teachers, and some of them were wonderful and some of them were not. Um, but, you know, I think everyone, when they do something, they get 
they spiral in and they figure out what works. So I have a, a whole sheet that I make out on every client that starts with all their Vedic astrology, their Jaimini astrology, and their cycles and doshas. And then I look at their progressions and transits and directions. And then, of course, I take a very close look at, does this person live where they were born or they, have they moved somewhere else? And then I look at their location astrology based on that. And then I have a lot of things I look at Kabbalistically and Vedantically, and I mark all this down. I spend 30, 40 minutes before I ever get on the phone with a client. So it's a lot of work, but I, I love today because now we have the Internet so it used to be people would come to my office in Beverly Hills, and, and of course, Patricia, you came to my house over in Tucson. And, um, That's right. You know, people would walk out with a cassette tape and a pile of papers. Today, you can, I have people pulling over on the side of the road. I give them a code on their iPhone or their Droid, and they log right in, and I can record a video of the entire session where they see their charts, they see their maps, they see that I can point and show them, look, you're going to hit this period here, this period's coming up here, or you've got this transit coming through here, and, and they go, wow, this is so cool because I can see. And then they get to watch it over and over again, plus I send them also an MP3. So the Internet has just been awesome for astrology. You know, phenomenal. Because, um, My goodness. Yeah, it is. And you offer so much, which is fabulous. Well, what a I, great I, gift that they receive. Well, that's, that's kind. Thank you. Well, I, I really take it seriously because this is people's lives. And, you know, I'm not like most astrologers. Most astrologers will tell you, oh, you're a Pisces or, you know, you're a, uh, an Aries or a Libra. And I, one of the first things I go through with people, and this is why I love the Internet, because people see that I'm literally making a movie of their session. They can see their soul is created hundreds of dimensions above the firmaments, the heavens, or if you want to say the astrology. And we are. In fact, that the ancient models, both India, Chaldea, Greek, all the medieval models knew the human souls are created far, far above astrology. So what is astrology? Well, we're spiritual beings incarnate having a physical experience. So I always go out of my way to point that out because here's proof of that. In Vedic astrology, you're probably one sun sign, and in tropical astrology, you're probably another. And if you're not, your rising signs and your moon are very likely to be different. All the planets shift. So that proves right there, you're not your astrology. And this is modern love, light, and clueless programming that's come in in the last hundred years. And, and um, I find when you view it that way, it's more empowering. Astrology doesn't predict the future. It influences it. Therefore, it seems like it does. See, like interrogation astrology, I, I get this all the time. People call me up all the time in business. They're in lawsuits or they're in some relational issue. And I cast charts called interrogations because then you really get specificity. Or the other one I get all the time is, you know, the estates. Well, my sister's taking that, my brother's doing, or the uncle's taking this, and she grabbed the estate, or whatever. You know, so I, I oftentimes have like several people involved in these questions, in lawsuits or contentions. Well, interrogation astrology shows 
like uh, I'll say to someone, oh, well, I bet this person really dislikes you, and you know, and this one loves you. Well, how'd you know? Well, because the ancient dignities in astrology allow you to see. It's like an alphabet. You just look at it, and this is the stuff the kings and the queens use with their court astrologers. And mm-hmm. back then, if you were wrong, you didn't get paid. You lost your head. So, um, you know, today they just don't call you anymore. But um, <laughs> back then, what about the king. Gems, though, Jeff, you, I see oh, that you also work with gems mm-hmm. for people. I, I, I'm glad you mentioned which that. Ones to wear. I do, and that is a huge thing I do for people that protects them spiritually. There are certain mm-hmm. gemstones you should wear. And there's certain ones you shouldn't. And I have found, like, I've had people, uh, I just did a, a, a really amazing lady. She runs a clinic over in Australia. And um, she's got a whole team of psychics. They're medical intuitives. And um, she, I got her and a few other ones, these um, uh, talismans that I made uh, with certain gemstones. And they said, we got to take them off. We can't read each other. I said, I know. They're really cool. So I, I do a lot of... I prescribe gemstones using Vedic planetary gemology, which is a lot different than your birthstone. See, so you have doshas and cycles that you're in. So there's certain stones you can wear all your life. There's other stones you only wear at certain times in your life. And there's certain stones you should avoid, like the plague. And stones that may be good for me may not be good for you. You know, everyone's different. You said so you can prescribe that and, for and say to them, mm-hmm. you know, use this oh, yeah. stone and it'll yes. shift the energy for you to a better place? It really does. And and i got to tell you, I've been doing this for about 35 years, and I have had so many clients tell me, wow, you know, I had the money. I didn't know if it would work. And then they'd say, you know, I can really feel it. I said, I know. I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah. Back, I, I had one of my teachers from India. He's long gone now. Um, he said to me, he says, Jeff, you must wear this stone. And I said, really? He says, yeah, just put it in your hand and hold it. And I could feel it immediately. It was like, whoa, I, I can feel this. See, the mm-hmm. secrets, most of the gemstones out there are either heat-treated, irradiated, or they're synthetic, or they've been um, altered. And they're doing a lot of slick stuff right now. They're using lasers. They'll hit them with epoxies and resins. They will literally put them in nuclear chambers and bombard them. The most ubiquitous one is heat treating. And people say to me, yeah, but I got this ruby from my grandmother's estate. Guess what, folks? They've been heat treating gemstones for hundreds of years, hundreds of years. Why would they do that? Because it darkens the color lessens the inclusion so my specialty is to find untreated gemstones and uh, you know i used to go to the gjx booth in tucson for years and all these guys come mm-hmm. in oh it's totally natural and i go no it's not you heat treated and i can see it <laughs> yeah, right. and then they call up the miner and they go oh you're right they heat treated at the mine i said i know i can see it and i can feel it if anyone gets trained under a microscope you know, I, I, I had the blessing of studying with a really amazing guy. In fact, I still work with his wife. Um, she's quite on in years now, but he was one of the leading experts in gem treatment. And he just passed away a few years ago. And uh, I actually made a video about it with him. I should edit that someday. But uh, gemstones are amazing. They really are. And I found, um, like I've had children. I had a, a really interesting thing recently. This poor boy. 
what a great kid. Um, his father and mother called me up and said, you know, we're really worried because the psychiatrist wants to do this and do that. And I'm like, okay, I'm not, I can't give you medical advice. And they said, well, can you see anything in this chart why he's having such an incredibly different, a difficult psychological time? He had a progression, a once-in-a-lifetime progression, that was so intense. I said, you're at the peak of it. I said, if you can get through this time period, which was about eight months, and I said, it's likely to increase during this time. I said, he's going to come out of the woods because they wanted to medicate this poor kid to death. And I'm not saying medications don't work sometimes, but we all know the story on that one. Not good. So, um, you know, medicine has its place. But so the parents on their own volition said, we got it. And, And they were astounded at how accurate the descriptors of astrology showed what their child was going through. And, um, I also said there's another stone we could put on him, and they did. They said they felt such a shift, and then after that period, totally cleared up. It it slowly dissipated, just like the chart said. He's now functional, back in school, not on medication, and doing well. So every individual is different, and everyone is unique. I myself have seen... You know, throughout my life, uh, progressions, uh, primary directions are really amazing. And with the, that's a fancy word for when you're born, the longitude and latitude we come out of mom at is where the birth chart is cast. Well, the primary motion is this, the rotation of the earth. That's what's called primary motion. And the ancients knew that each day of primary motion of the earth equaled a year of progressions in life. So you have to look at the movement of all the planets at the, what we call, ascensional rate of the earth at the latitude you were born. It's different. If you're at the poles, the earth appears to move very slowly, right? If you're at the uh, equator or at a southern latitude, even though the earth is larger in circumference than at the pole it's actually moving quite a bit faster so it's really amazing and these people were figuring this stuff out thousands of years ago and um it's the old astrology is not good because it's old it's good because it was astronomy applied to the soul and when you look at that in terms of gem prescriptions and cycles in your life it's pretty amazing yeah it sounds extremely powerful it it is Uh, it's pretty pretty amazing Jeff, do you make a talisman for someone by what they require? Or do you Absolutely. I, what I do, yep, I, I actually have a shop that I've been working in for years, and I do do some of the polishing and setting here. What I do is I actually cast the metals at a good astrological time, so it's like alchemy. And then I will set the stone at a good astrological time to the individual. For instance, if I'm setting a yellow sapphire, what rules yellow sapphire? Jupiter. In fact, you can go on my website and you can see all these gemstones. Ruby rules the sun. See, Mercury is, is for emerald. And you strengthen Venus with diamond or white sapphire. You strengthen Mars with red coral. You strengthen Jupiter with, with yellow sapphire. Saturn is strengthened by blue sapphire and amethyst. See, and then you have the moon's north and south node, Rahu and Ketu, in Vedic astrology, and they take specific stones like crystal barrel cat's eye for Ketu, and you have um, Hesonite for Rahu, and profound effects on these. Um, 
They're really, really amazing. I I wear my stones 24-7. The only time I ever take them off is if I ever go in the ocean or something like a river where I'm worried about losing mm-hmm. them. But I, I love pendants because they hang right at the heart chakra. And, of course, that's where your blood, your lymph, your oxygenation of your blood are all going on with the heart and the lungs and, and the flow of the lymph nodes. So it's very powerful. And I also do a lot of rings. Each finger, you can see this all on my website, each finger has a specific correspondence. You know, like the index finger is Jupiter, you know, the next finger is Saturn, the next finger is Venus, and then, of course, you've got Mercury on the right hand. And the same thing follows on the order of the left. So it's very powerful to get the stone, and not only do I set it at a good time, but then I give people a specific cleansing procedure. So you cleanse the stone, meaning the, the ring or the pendant, at, mm-hmm. um, with, with spring water three times. You pass it above incense three times, which is fire and air, and then you pass it, I'm sorry, water and air, and then you pass it above a flame, which is the fire. And then there's an angelic square that you place each gemstone on, and there's a prayer that you say. If anyone's ever heard of Dr. Emoto, he proved thoughts are literally things. Remember, he, he showed in he Messages of Water. water. Yes. Mm-hmm. He did. And that was a gift to paranormal researchers because that proves that psychic work, intuition, is real because all the sacred thought forms look like sacred geometry of different types. And negativity always came out looking like gobbledygook. So when you charge a stone on an angelic square, it's like a tuning fork resonating with the angelic forces of that gemstone. And the mantra with your intentions really programs the stone. And uh, profound. we've actually measured with Curlian photography and other methods that it's very powerful when people charge it with a wonderful intention and prayer and then uh, wear it. Now, Jeff, I'm getting what a metal? lot of texts coming in, and they want to yeah. know. <laughs> they says, they, this sounds great, but it sounds expensive. What is the cost for something like this? Oh, it's all over the place, and it can get very expensive. If you're going to get into really high-quality, untreated gemstones, it can be very expensive. However, there's substitute stones that I get for people, and there's also <laughs> lower-end stones. Like, you can get a, a really nice, untreated yellow sapphire as inexpensive as maybe fifteen, eighteen hundred dollars I've seen some go for thirty, forty thousand dollars. It depends. Mm-hmm. Like I just did a, a guy who's very wealthy, and I, I tried to talk him out of these rings. They were twenty-two carat, thirty-eight carat yellow sapphires. He got two of them. Oh my goodness! Yeah, but this guy's wealthy, <laughs> so you know he's got people opening his limo doors. And I, I, I said, you're going to dent this ring, but that's what he wanted, and that's what I made. And um, you know, other for the rest of us, I, I like to get. You want a minimum of three carats. Um, three carat, like Edgar Casey, the psychic, said, when you start getting four mm-hmm. carats and above, that's where it really gets powerful. But it it really comes down to your budget. So I have a lot of people who say to me, "Geez, you know, I don't have thousands and thousands of dollars, but I'll get them a Cavachon emerald. Um, it may not be perfect." but it's still an emerald and it's really mm-hmm. got good energy. And then I'll set it for them in silver or I'll do it in 18 karat gold. I get a lot of high rollers, you know, that, that they've got money and politicians, they, they know this stuff has, has um, energy and people in business. They, they know 
some some of the, the you know they're, they're willing to pay because they know it has uh, a very uh, powerful occult power on the on the aura. Oh, it's sure. been known for it thousands really does. of years. So here's another Jeff, question what, that what, is coming oh, back okay. about China because you did mention mm. something mm. about how China was involved and that you were seeing it astrologically and it was uh, something pretty hidden. Can you talk about that? Yeah. Um, I, I think that there's been some real, uh, you know, I don't you know, want to be accused of xenophobia and all that, but, but I, I can tell you um, the, the astrology supports that there has been some very manipulative stuff going on. Um, you know, of course, we've heard the Russia stuff for years and years now, but I think there has been an overt attempt, or I should say an undercurrent attempt, um, to to course and use a lot of different tactics um, to, you know, there's no secret China's wanted world domination, and they have a long-term plan. They think long-term. <laughs> they, 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 they think in 50-year plans. So right. I'm not saying, you know, all Chinese are bad people. There's a lot of great Chinese people, and I, and I like a lot of them. But... Um, and that goes for every race, but I do think that there is some very powerful things. I I think we're already in a, in a, a secret war with them, if you want my opinion, because mm-hmm. you know you look. George Carlin, the the comedian, was right. He said, "Forget the politicians. You have owners. They own this place." Yes. And when yes. you look into the old bankers who have been running this place pretty much since the late 1800s and really came on board when Wilson sold the country to the bankers. I mean, we know the Federal Reserve is no more federal than Federal Express. And who is these (laughs) bankers behind them who are printing trillions of dollars? Where's it coming from? And, Mm -hmm. you know, who's got that kind of collateral stacked up in the back room in gold? You know, let's go call the debt. See, okay, let, let's cash in. It's never going to happen. So which, there's a lot going on that I have I've actually, I can't mention much, but I, I've actually got some clients who are really in very p- powerful positions in banking. So I get to hear and kind of cross-compare to what the astrology says. And um, you know, I've, I've even had people in the Federal Reserve that, that I've, I've talked to, and it's so compartmentalized. It's so mysterious where all this money's coming from. Well, we know where it's coming from. There's, there's, it's way behind the scenes. You're never going to know their names. Everyone talks about the Rothschilds, the Bilderbergs, and all these different drop names, and they're probably not wrong. Um, they're certainly involved. And there's different factions, which leads back to what the heck is really going on. And we know China was buying our debt, okay? Right. And now mm-hmm. all of a sudden. We have a new faction came in. His name's Donald Trump. Now, whether you hate Trump or like Trump, Trump wouldn't be drawing breath if the owners didn't want him in there, or at least the faction that's backing him. And I hear there's been secret attempts on his life that have been clearly thwarted. Um, and he, he is, and we're seeing this right now. Again, this goes, you look at all these politicians who are kind of bought and paid for, and there's a reason that they favor certain countries over other countries and cover all this stuff that we're hearing about China. It, I think there's it, money talks, and it always, I mean, you look at all the world wars and conflicts, follow the money. 
And I think there was some very powerful things going on that are being uncovered right now in the last couple of minutes, well, last few administrations, even though, and, and I think um, clearly when you look at the power of the financial um, uh, forces that were going on in all the manufacturing, I mean, everything was made in Southeast Asia, particularly China. Everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, we well, made nothing Trump here anymore. And did warn us about that, and he did say mm-hmm. we need to stop this reliance on it, as well as other people right. did, too. And I, so, I had but one now maker. here we have this, this yeah. thing with the virus that we know came yeah. from China. And in terms of what you're seeing astrologically, I just want to go over this another time because it's such a big issue for everybody right uh, now. Uh, where do you see this coming to an end? So is it going to come to an end this year, next year, or is it always going to be with us? What do you see astrologically with this? Well, I think this was a fire drill because this kind of an event could happen again um, and in an even more serious way. Um I think this was probably manifest over there in China earlier than they said it was. If, if the astrology's right, this could have happened as early as late last fall into October. They kept the lid on it, and it got loose. And it's very mysterious that all those people were leaving Wuhan and coming over here and other places. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the numbers don't add up, at least from what I'm hearing from people. Though I will say this. I don't know about you guys, but I definitely felt what the astrology showed, COVID or no COVID, this was a weird, weird year. When when the November through, I'd say February, I was really wiped out, and I don't have COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so even without this, and, and I know that these guys know astrology too, because I know I've talked to some folks that are really they're they're very knowledgeable about this stuff there's a reason george washington and the rest of the masonic temple uh if you look at washington dc it's an egyptian temple these people have been into the occult forever and if you look at george washington's actually in his masonic apron laying the cornerstone of the foundation of the capital Mm -hmm. of this country at a certain time so these boys were into ritual and spiritual and occult things i'm not saying they're bad or good i'm just saying they're very into the esoteric occult and don't think they're not now and if there was ever a time someone would see this as a time that this could happen it certainly was when it did and you know again this is a different kind of war and i really think that we're going to see china get hurt bad from this and again they're becoming very aggressive right now like many people in the media have said that general Keene has said and others i've heard say it that they're getting very aggressive over there the united states has built up the military here since trump's been in drastically um yes you know the the United States has right now, they're about ready to go online with 14 aircraft carriers. When you look at China's got one, it's turbine mm-hmm. and gas powered. We've got soon to be 14. We got 12 out there right now from what I hear. They're, they're Northrop Grumman nuclear power stations. That's not just for propulsion. These boys are running lasers and particle beams. I mean, we got some sophisticated stuff. And I always say that's because the owners – 
need to shore up their clearinghouse, which is the mm-hmm. USD. And it all comes down to money. So we're, I think we're seeing a major power shift and new direction in the world, which is what this Saturn-Pluto conjunction shows this year. The United States has a, an astrological chart called the U.S. Sibley chart, and that's kind of a nickname after Ebenezer Sibley, who was a Mason who is purported to have recorded the time that they actually finished signing the Declaration of Independence. So a lot of folks use it as the birth chart of the U.S. There are other charts that I have, too. Um, some say some astrologers say it's more accurate than the Sibley. I kind of like the Sibley. I, I think it works. And I can tell you the astrology of the United States is showing that if there was ever going to be a major shift in direction and power, it's certainly between now and 2022. The United States has a Pluto return three times in the year of 2022, two short years from now. Pluto, by primary direction, is coming across the midheaven, the United States, and more importantly, there's something called Sati Sate, which is a strange word for the seven-and-a-half-year transit of Saturn over the moon of the United States. That just began. Ooh. When? And what does about that mean in English? So, so Profound, that people listening can understand what is a possibility that could happen at that time. Saturn is like a big capacitor. If anyone's familiar with capacitors, they store electricity, or like a big water tower where all the stuff that's going on, the mm-hmm. tensions and all the things are stored. Well, when Saturn starts to transit the moon of an individual or a, a city or a, a person, or, or, or like in this case, the country, profound things change. And I've also got the com- communist Chinese chart, too, from when they started. And, of course, uh, communistic Chinese started, I think it was in the 40s. I got it right here. I, I didn't have it up. But I just thought of it when you told me. Let me see if I got it here. And there, this is what's really interesting. Yeah, here it is somewhere. I just saw it. Um, the um, I can tell you the U.S. chart in China. Here it is, communist China. That was actually formed in 1949, October 1st, in Biba, Xinjiang, China. Can't say all those words, but that is an interesting little chart too, because um, I, I really think they're about to see a huge shift in 2022 at the same time. If the chart that I'm using is correct, they're shifting into a place where um, they're going to keep being very aggressive, and I really think the powerpoints are going to shift. Um, Again, follow the money. Look, look what the military has done. And the Obama administration literally, from everything I've heard, gutted the military. He, he just gutted it. It, it was almost to. at a point where they could have walked in here. Mm-hmm. Which is disgusting. Right. That but, that so that when you're talking about the Saturn uh, aspect for the United States, again, what specifically are we looking towards? You talk about PowerPoint shifting. In what way? Does that mean that we'll have to well, contend well, the with one world government? Or what does that mean? Well, I think this is what we're seeing right now, is a war between New World Order globalism, which is likely to be backed by the communist regimes, and in nationalism. This is what's going on. 
And I can tell you, you you, had, you were mentioning Nancy Pelosi, who I affectionately mm-hmm. referred to as Nancy Neuroses. Um, she, um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> sorry, it blew up. Anyhow, the um, the thing is, Nancy took the Speaker of the House right in Vedic astrology when she had a very powerful sun dasha. Well, guess what? I don't think she's going to be there coming next year. According to this chart, things don't look too good for her as we start getting into the latter part of this year into next. What what does that tell you? Mm -hmm. What does that tell you? I I think we could see a colossal shift in the parties in there. Um, And again, for those who hate Trump, because I, I have to be careful. I'm in California. If I say anything positive about Trump, a swarm of Priuses, a swarm of Priuses surrounds my house and they throw bricks through the window. Yeah, right. <laughs> no tolerance there. Yes. But yeah, you did say that you expect hole. him to get back in, and I do too. I think he will. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what the astrology shows. I actually said that in 2016 on a radio show. And the guy mm-hmm. almost hung up the phone on me. He almost, <laughs> he almost cut to I commercials. <laughs> start crying. That sense yeah. of upset with me because I've been well, saying it. See, all talk along. about Trump. Oh my God, you ought to see Donald Trump's Vedic astrology. Talk about spot on. This man, Donald Trump, was born hours after a Kalasarpa Yoga was broken. See, Kalasarpa Yogas are when all the planets are between the moon's north and south node. Literally, if Donald Trump would have been born 40 minutes earlier, he would have had a full Kalasarpa Yoga, and he would not have been president of the United States. He was born with a fixed star right on his ascendant that says a king going to his throne with a golden crown. Now look at his... Trump Towers. Whether you like yeah. Trump or hate him, mm-hmm. it's model after Versailles. It's it's like almost uncanny how accurate that is. And people oh, hate amazing. Donald Trump because he's got Mars right in the ascendant. He's very abrasive to those he doesn't like, but I actually have people who know him, and uh, I can tell you, um, he, he everyone I speak to says he is very courteous to those who he works with. Um, but he's abrasive. You know, he does do name-calling like Nancy does, and we've seen <laughs> a, a different kind of politics than we've ever seen, in, at least in my yes, lifetime. Rather and, entertaining. Um, <laughs> very entertaining. He's uh, rather refreshing in some ways. It is, but, it is. Uh, Jeff, uh, unfortunately, we're, we've run out of time with you tonight. We've enjoyed this so much. Again, oh, what a wealth too. of information you've brought to our audience and to PK and I, and we're so appreciative. Oh, we've got to have you back. My gosh, there's so much more yeah. to talk about. Oh, well, I like PK. She's awesome, man. I'm, she used to come over. Oh. And re- remember, is. we did well, those lot days. got to go visit days. her. Go visit yeah. her in Tucson. <laughs> but I just want to announce one more time, for people that want their own personal readings with Jeff, go to Jeff Harmon, H-A-R-M-A-N.com. And, Jeff, thank you so much. Next oh, week we'll be back, me. everybody, with another great right. show. We're going to Egypt next week, so be sure wow, to join cool. us. And until then, <laughs> hey, I want to come. See you. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll see take you on the blue you. highway, All right. everybody. You, you take care, huh? <laughs> yes. Many thank blessings you. to you all. Yeah. You bet. Bye. Take care. Good night. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural Girls. Thank you.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.